We are MMA Love. <laughs> love from America. This is the 52nd episode. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the hardcore MMA fans in Central Europe. I am located in Zurich, Switzerland, and I uh, recently saved an Andy Hook memorabilia thing Hell yeah. from the hands of some scalper. And I will bring Hell it back yeah. to the land yeah, where it return, belongs. Return the Andy Hoog relics to Switzerland. Return, return all them relics. Like, like the, the, the Egyptians need to get back their, their pyramid stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the same as I have to do now. Because other, other than Andy Hoog, we have nothing to give to the world. With me. You already, you already spoke over me, man. It's your favorite Luke. <laughs> Some of you prefer him over other Luke's. He joins us from Seattle, USA. Please, please, any of the billionaires that are listening to this, send Luke some money so that he can stop working. Ah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't stop. I would just, I would just podcast more. Yeah, send yeah. Matt some money so he can stop working because he controls when this happens. Yeah, send you me are money. in control, man. Send me money, man. Yeah. Because the, I, I the put sleep in sleep deprived Luke. The sleep deprived Luke is here, and uh, it's a good thing Matt watched MMA because I remember nothing. Dude, I watched a lot of fighting. It started on Thursday, so <laughs> me too. I just don't basically, remember it. basically, it was, there was an event every day, which is, I mean, better than everything in one night. But I have a short review of one championship lights out. What a name, man! Then I have a short review of. Aries 4. We will do a short recap of Eagle FC. (laughs) Diego Sanchez versus Kevin Lee. Short recap. Yeah. Short recap. No, I mean, that that will be a bit of a longer recap. UFC fighting at Ancalaya versus Santos. We'll have some Mm -hmm. blurbs on BKFC, and I'll let Luke Luke some stuff that happened. Diatribe in a sleep deprived manner. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Did, did you mention that? Uh, did, did we mention that he's sleep deprived? It's gonna have. It's gonna be a good show. I look at that. I'm like, please tap. Just please tap. You can tap. <laughs> you can tap at any time, Luke. <laughs> now, um, where do you want to start? You can choose from all of these fabulous apex. apex that was not at the apex. Oh, Aries, not Apex. Aries, this, this that was not at the Apex. This guy. Where's Valentine, man. I got to, uh, I got, I got, well, I don't know if that was Thursday or Friday, but I did watch one of those fights. I watched, I watched Valentine because he's, he's the man. Look. He's perennial guest of the MMA Love podcast. Yeah, we had to delete a, an episode with him because he spilled some news that he shouldn't have been spilling. God but, damn it. Look, this, Aries, Aries is the promotion that Fernand Lopez famous for coaching Cyril Gahn and um, Francis Ngannou earlier um, put up. And it's an awesome event, man. From Aries 1 to 4, nice show around. They have the light show. They have explosives. They have a ramp. They have good matchups. You see nice bangs. It's like mm-hmm. it's everything um, you wish for in a, in a more or less local promotion. But this one, this one was a bit special for us because three local guys, um, they all train at the Fight Move Academy in Neuchâtel together with, with Volkan Özdemir, famously. And, of course, Luke already mentioned it, you have Robert Valentin. You know him, you know him as the melon guy. 
And um, yeah, look, he fought at that event. He had an, a very tough opponent. But that dude put up an awesome, awesome display of fight skills. I think, I mean, I think he implemented a bit of a, a wrong game plan. Because I think he was the better fighter. And uh, he lost in the, I, I think, it, like 10 seconds to go with an E-bar. Am I right? It was crazy. It was great. Yeah, it was it was 446, so 15 seconds to go in round 3. Uh Kneebard just out it was it was wild. I it was the one fight I got to really pay attention to on the whole thing cuz it happened during the working day. Uh, it was such a grapple bang. It was so good. I loved every minute of it. Um a lot of scrambling and uh I I agree. I think Robert was on his way to a decision win. Um but but that was that was a crazy snatch snat that Ahmed snatching that knee bar was just absolutely insane. For for us, I mean, Robert Valentin has not enough experience, I think, to go through. I mean, he needs more fighting experience, and he gets that with Iris, and he gets it with with very good guys that he can beat uh, that are on his level. And I mean, Ahmed was. I think that's one of the best this this promotion has to offer and I think I really think if he implemented a bit of different game plan not going for that choke for that guillotine choke over and over again I think he might have he might have pulled up something very good here it was mm-hmm. he told us that it was um promised to him that if he wins this fight he'll go to Dana White Houston I contender series so he'll fight at Aries 5 in June again and I'm really, really looking forward to see him again. That's that was an awesome display of fighting. Nice. Also, you had you had Enrique Shigemoto, a, actually a guy that was at Dana White Houston I Contender Series, lost, and he had a crazy good ground pound, like a violent and, and crazy good ground pound finish. Bring him back, ASAP. Nice. And Tona Kroll, lovely back take to choke. Bring him back to. These wow. these guys have fought Hen- some hitters, Hen- man. Dude, Henrique. Henrique's record. <laughs> yeah. Henrique. Henrique was on a winning streak since 2014 before he uh, lost in Contender Series. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty and good, I love man. that kid. Love all of them. Very good. Very good performances from local guys. You see how far you can come from a shithole country like Switzerland. So, very good. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. That was Aries Four. I um, let me let me squeeze in. One championship lights out. What react to that uh, to that name? I I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's, it's good. Did who got their lights out on this event? Let's see. First of one, all, one, two, of, three, yeah, four, four five, six, seven, eight. Out of a out of ten fights, got their lights out. Not too bad, man. Not same too bad. same as with Aries. It should have that that event could have um, been called Lights On because the light show, man, the introductions, <laughs> the Chotri has lasers, cheesy pumped up Jersey Shore music, explosions, a huge monitor wall with animations, a ramp, which makes you realize that the fucking God, UFC yeah. is boring as. Boring as fuck as it can get. Fuck you, does he have, fuck you, Dana White. Does man. he have Manscaped ads on the side of nope. the cage? Well, <laughs> yeah. what's he doing wrong? I think we found out. Sure, he will copy that. Did you watch any of the oh, yeah. of the one championship? No, I did not. I did not catch this one. 
I'll go. I'll go through through them quickly. It's as as usual with, with one. Um, they mix Muay Thai bouts, K one bouts, and MMA bouts, which I'm I'm a fan of. But um, also because because most of the Muay Thai fights delivered, and I have to like the first fight I have to discuss is Iman Pretty Killer Barlow versus Pretty Daniela killer. Lopez. Hell yeah! Look, Barlow has some infusion fights behind her. But this motherfucking fight here was a banger. She she finished Daniela Lopez with a with an incredible step in vertical elbow TKO. Like it was from start to finish an awesome awesome fucking fight. And you have to add Iman to your list of must watch fighters. Follow her, support her. That was a fucking incredible performance. And I that that is my fight of the weekend. What is her What is her record? Oh, I don't care. It's just okay. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good record. She she's she has been fighting for a long time. I didn't have her on my radar because I didn't follow Infusion that closely. Um, so I was trying to figure out is because because Tapology doesn't really care until you. Fight yeah, on she has a lot of fights, man. I I can't yeah. even count them. It's it's she surely thirty forty fights, but she lost oh, yeah. some, she, she, but she hasn't lost since two thousand seventeen. So. Oh yeah, she's been holding a. She's held. She got the bantamweight world title in 2014. Exactly. Also, she. I mean, she lost against Anissa Maxson, which basically who doesn't? But that was in 2014. Um, yeah, it's. It, do I hope? I really hope that Chatri knows what he has with that with that fighter because that was an incredible fight and. To make that my fight of the weekend, as as soon as we are, we're going into UFC. Um, UFC had some awesome bangs too, but this one was fucking amazing. Um, All right, I'll I'll find it. I'll watch it. Yeah, you have to watch it. Like really, I'm really, convinced. please do for once. Just don't just say it on the podcast. Like I have to. watch No, it. no. Yeah, no, I'll, no. I'll I, I do it. I'll check you on this one. Okay. Uh, you had Liam Nolan versus Kim Young. Kim Young Clock. Um, Kim Young Clock. I don't know if that's right, but awesome white type out. Nice knee finish. Um, you had Ismail Lont versus Irai Azizpur. That was a full slop, full meat, full kickbox. Like two knockdowns from Azizpur, um, too much slop from Lont. I think Lont, Lont is, a, is one of these um, mystical <laughs> kickboxing guys um, from from a from a huge list of of kickboxers from Suriname actually. Um, Suriname Dutch, and like that dude is usually pretty good, but Azizpur was too much this time. Double left hook finish. I l- I love the double, the doubling up on on stuff that worked. Like like another guy with two two kicks to the body uh, on a down <laughs> Um, I was a bit disappointed by the like Bibiana versus Lineker. That was yeah, I was going to ask. That was a slop fest as well. That that's just two two meatballs, two small beef balls, going <laughs> at each other, hootbox style. And I mean that can be fun, but Lineker basically has uh, he doesn't know anything else than throw these looping left hooks and right yep. hooks, and it just looks silly. Yeah, he was doing it in the UFC too. I remember too just, much I, slop. I, I, I immediately clicked on it just so I could see what he weighed in, <laughs> and see if he missed or not. 
I mean, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, I mean, I, I won't hate on you, but it's just not for me, man. I, the, the hyping up of this fight and, and telling you that, oh, why did Dana cut Lineker? I mean, I know why, because that dude wouldn't hang a well, second. He can't, make one, he can't make 135 and he can't hang with the UFC 145. So. Yeah, he now he now makes 145 because of Chotri's secret weight cutting. Wait, is this, so is this 145 actually 155? I do think so. No, I, I think it's 145, but without the cutting. Like, Got it. Got it. But Perfect. I'm not sure. Don't hate on me. Don't slide into my DMs tell me that I'm wrong on this one. Please. Please don't. No, I love it. We love we love Chacher here. I, I mean, now we do because the light show, man. <clears throat> <laughs> but but the, the, the reason... I, I'd say the reason people tuned in for that one was Gary Tonin. Um, he fought against Tan Lee. And Tonin, as, as, as people who are listening to this... <laughs> to this damn stupid show here. I mean, you know who Gary Tonin is. One of the best grapplers in the world. One of the best heel hookers, of course, in the world. And guess what his game plan was to... I beat, bet. No striker Tan Lee. I bet he tried to heel hook him and got <laughs> smashed in the face by a hammer fist. Absolutely, incredibly, in, exactly like this. I feel like I saw a GIF. I may have seen a GIF on Kaposa's Twitter. Look, I love Maybe. it. I love everything about this. I love it. I love it so much. The heel hook attempts if, were actually quite good. And um, I don't, I'm not sure. Tan Lee is training with a UFC guy. Who is that UFC guy? That grappler fuck? Um, <laughs> that grappler fuck in the UFC. Oh, that, uh, like that really good. It's, it's, it's an American. It's, it's one of your co- fellow countrymen. It, the the kid uh no it's no not, it's an not, old guy he like he just uh, I'm, I'm i'm blanking on this jake shields no, jim it, miller yeah one of the one of the jake shields variant like uh, uh, he just grapples and he's very good at grappling and um i know that that ton lee is training with that guy and i I'm, I'm sure they drilled hill hooks because ton lee it's very difficult to escape sunk in heel hooks and leg locks but ton lee knew exactly which way to turn like that was that was Sick. awesome and beautiful to see. Ton Lee fighting out of uh, Materi, Louisiana, according to topology. Ah, yeah, I'll um, maybe it, it will come if if I would say the name, he's a top ten grappler, mm-hmm. UFC grappler. Oh my god! We'll see, we'll see. I was th- I was thinking it was the guy that was local to me here, the the younger guy that actually did roll for heel hooks and got one, but he had to get his ass kicked for three rounds. Exactly, first. exactly. No, but but he also. Uh, so, this says 56 seconds into round one. Yes. How many heel hooks did Tonin attempt before that at least, KO? At least four or five Orions. He also, he, also, <laughs> love it. he also transitioned between them. And like it should show some BJJ Fox that this is just not the same. And it shows you that, yes, heel hooks can work. And of course, if you're Gary Tonin, I mean, why not try this heel hook? Because you were one of the very best to ever do it. But just know... All of these gi warriors. <laughs> as soon as you're getting punched. And, I mean, look, Tan Lee has a very good doctor. I think he works out. He, he works on his bicep, I think. He does train. Mm-hmm. Jim Tan laundry style. Um, he, I, he, hit him, he, hit, he doesn't hit him with a, with a hammer fist, per se, but with, with some sort of a, a hooky right, I think. Mm. And he hit him pretty fucking hard. And... Because because Tonin's head was on the on the ground, it had no leeway, couldn't go anywhere, <laughs> besides just absorbing the whole fucking force of that punch. Was it like it was an awesome fight? No hate on on Tonin because 
he tried? No, dude. I I'm I'm super into grapplers grappling. I I like it, but you know that's the risk. You very well could have. I mean, U.S. grapplers. I have to find out this name. It makes me. It drives me insane. Ryan Hall. There you fucking ah, Ryan Christopher Ryan Hall. Hall. Also, also a dude who has rolled for a few heel hooks and gotten KO'd. But um, yeah, you like so Ton Lee is training with Ryan Hall. Yeah, I think so. I think Ryan Hall is his awesome. instructor. Yeah, I do. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Not not sure what, every, where I got that one, but I every strike that see Ryan Hall doesn't even need to fight. Man, every striker should just train spinning out of heel hooks with Ryan Hall. Exactly. It was awesome. He so, would just he would be set for life. Recommend recommendation to go back and watch one championship lights out. It's live on YouTube, and I'm sure the recording is there too. Please give Iman the Iman Pretty Killer Barlow versus Daniela Lopez fight a go. And I'll give can, it a go. Can you can watch the tone and thing because it's just a minute. Um, I mean, considering how all these end in in TKOs, I might just watch all of them. Yeah, if you if you know. love full slop stuff, like Ismail Lond versus Azizpur and Bibi versus Lina Kerr, why not? Pal, pal. You how, fucking how, morons how, need to be in the kickboxing God business. Damn God damn it. <laughs> Eagle FC. Eagle the FC. hype level of the trailer. <laughs> you weren't so hyped. You weren't so hyped for Eagle FC, but then all of a sudden, then, then we got a two minute trailer and they, 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 they pulled on every heartstring they possibly could that is possessed by the MMA Love podcast. But, please, please make sure that the listeners understand why These I got hyped for guys. Eagle FC. Why, why I am that? the mountain. Yeah, of course, I am the mountain. But, but I tried to <laughs> bring um, Bloodsport Ramon, uh, who has a a YouTube channel, by the way. Just tune in into that shit and yes. give yourself some millennial stuff. It's good. It's very good. Yeah, there's um, a lot of like cutting and and sound and sound work. It's like it's like you with a sound pad. Yeah, but at least that, that dude that dude puts Love in it. some work and has some nice uh, has some good thoughts. Um, and his his uh, best friend, like he he's basically. He and he and his friend Soren that they're basically um like Khimaev and and Till at the moment, like very like best friends. Maybe even they, they maybe drive even they drive cars fast. They yeah, they, they, they crash do. cars. I like I, it. I tried to get one of these guys to give me a sound clip, like basically sending me a voice message and screaming, I am the mountain. But ne- neither <laughs> of them would do it. <laughs> Um, I was hyped because I, I hope I hope it's not God. fake. I hope it's not fake. But uh. um, someone said that Dylan Dennis will be signed to Eagle FC, which is entirely possible. Um, looking at Habib's mode of operandus. Uh. <laughs> You so as long as you are a guy who wants to fight, you are getting signed by Eagle exactly. FC, and that appears to be the case. He also signed JDS, so I was excited for yep. the prospect of Dylan Dennis fighting Diego Sanchez, of Dylan Dennis fighting JDS. Basically, Dylan Dennis against anyone. I I'd say that would be the best move for Eagle FC. So that was the the, the reason I was excited because, and I have to make it very clear, I am. I was not a fan of Kevin Lee versus Diego Sanchez. No. I also stated that it is entirely possible that Diego Sanchez doesn't look 
incredibly bad. And I also said that it is entirely possible that Diego Sanchez can win against Kevin Lee. I said yep. that before. But yep. I also said I that... I mean, we basically spent two weeks asking how Kevin Lee loses this fight. Yes. Because we legit thought he could because it's Kevin Lee. Exactly. But I also said that the risk of Diego Sanchez getting more CTE and more trauma and getting seriously fucking hurt in a fight like this, because Kevin Lee is either on, and when he's on, he's fucking on, or he's off, and then he's really mm -hmm. off. So I was not a fan of this contest, so all the people are coming back to me and say, oh, you see, Diego Sanchez performed well. Hey, fuck you, He really fuck you, should man. not perform anymore. <laughs> fuck you, man. That's like, that's insane. That is not, uh, that is really not, that is really not nice. It's like, it's not good. Uh, the takeaway, too, of like, like, Diego did better than we thought Diego would do. Diego, what do you want to do? And Diego's like, I want to fight two more times because I got two more fights on my contract. Oh, like, man. Uh... Despite, despite the outcome of this, and we, and we can discuss it a bit, if you thought that this fight was okay to make, uh, you seriously should question your humanity. Um, well, all right. I won't defend myself too much, but I will say that Diego Sanchez is going to keep fighting, so he might as well keep fighting. But not against, not against Kevin Lee. Not against people of Kevin Lee's caliber, no. Also, a huge mismatch. Also, ask yourself... Was it Diego fighting good or doing good? Or was it Kevin Lee again, like, failing on the, on the most basic levels and that we are now officially able to bury? It took uh, Kevin Lee 10 minutes to adapt to having a knee blown out or something. I mean, maybe, but... I mean, maybe, but... I was... so, basically, so basically, Diego runs in to open the fight. First thing he does, smashes his leg into, smashes a kick into Kevin Lee's leg, and Kevin Lee's Kevin Lee uh, says his knee is blown out at the end of the fight or something. I or his was, ACL. I was the inventor, the driver, and all the passengers on the Kevin Lee hype train some years ago. I was so convinced that this guy is the next coming because I saw that the raw talent. I saw his swagger. I saw everything in, in a fighter that I need to see in order to make him, um, to, to hype him up. But I think that is officially over now because at this, yes. in this, at, at this time, you have to put Diego Sanchez away. Yeah. Definitely putting yeah. him away if you want to be considered top 20 or top 30. Yeah. The Diego saved himself from the head kick that flattened Gregor. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Because Kevin Lee couldn't throw that leg, couldn't throw that thing anymore. He his his foot was like dead. He was kind of plodding on that on the on his left leg on his left leg. But anyway, Look. I I feel like Diego was like half a round away from winning this, and all that all that we learned uh, honestly on the whole event is that in Eagle FC, if you finish the round on top with your wrestling, you win the round. Yes. And that saved Kevin Lee, and every judge gave it to Kevin thirty twenty seven, which I thought was honestly bullshit. I thought Diego won the second round personally. Yeah, I read. But, I read somewhere that um, it's not my thought, but some people said that you could argue that Diego won every first half of every round. 
I was I was so I was like real close to giving him the first for the same reason. And the only reason I didn't give him the third is Kevin Lee finally figured out that when you don't have a knee, you have to get the guy down and wrestle him instead because you can't move around. And then he did that and and owned Diego for the last half of the third round at least. If this had been a five round fight, Kevin Lee would have finished him in the fourth or fifth round. Like Diego, Diego was just getting ground and pounded by what, the end of the third. Luke, what about pride yes. rules? Would would Diego have won this in pride rules? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, uh, Kevin Lee was Kevin Lee was doing the most at the end. Right? Is that that's how that works? So all that matters is the last thing. Yes. Isn't it essentially pride rules? Yes, exactly. <laughs> all that matters is the last thing. So maybe Ali FC is already using pride rules. And I say LEFC in a loving way because it's genius. I mean, Diego yeah. gets on there at the end and he says, you know, Ali called me and he said they want me in Eagle FC. And I, uh, you know, I said, okay. And, and, and I was like, well, thank, thank God nobody's pretending it's not Ali making the call and making these fights. <laughs> Indeed. You know? Although, I mean, uh, yeah, look, we'll, we'll get these. I mean, this is the new, this is the new coker. The new Bellator is Eagle FC. But it's better. It's better and, than and, why? And that's the thing I wanted to say is that, like, if you look at this card and you look at the Bellator card, this, some of these, these mismatches are nowhere near as bad. And, For and now. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about this week's Bellator card, not in the past. But, like, Everybody on Eagle, everybody on LEFC this week, they've all got a winning record. <laughs> Diego's 30 and 14. Maybe his record, no, the, Anthony Hamilton is 18 and 11. Um, those are kind of like the closest to bad, the closest to 50-50 you can get. Nashawn Burrell is the worst. 19 and 12, Okay. Bellator had like guys with losing records going up against guys who are elite athlete athletic wrestlers and and are undefeated. So you you and, say that you say that Habib can evolve can can do more to make more mismatches. Habib could get worse. Yeah. <laughs> that's other, so that's one thing. Other and the other are, the yeah. other thing is the other thing is like some of these fighters are not bad at this at all. They just got cut from the UFC because the UFC's roster is bloated. Yeah, of course. You had, I mean, you had Ray Borg, which is, of course, definitely yeah. not a bad that fighter. Was, that Impa, was my big... Impa is not Impa. a bad fighter. Um, I think, I'm not sure if... we, we had, Nashawn Burrell is not a bad fighter. Nash, I think that's he, what I was about to say. Nashawn Burrell is not a bad fighter. Um, uh, and then you had Ryder Newman. On the bottom oh, of the card, yeah. And I wanted to bring because you love you love yourself some Ryder Newman. I mean, look, yeah. it's the most American ass American name there there is. The <laughs> Rhino. It's like, uh, so I appreciate what he's doing. I think it's already better than Bell what Bellator is doing. Yeah, I'm interested to see how bloated the roster can get and how crazy the shit can become because like like hit the the heavyweight the heavyweight champion is like 
like this I feel like this dude could get fit and make 205 or 185 kind of thing. The, the end goal has to be that someone will die. Yeah. In Eaglefs. I mean, that has, to, that has to be the end goal. What, like, what do you, if you, if you just, if you, if things just kind of shook out and lucked out the way you wanted them to go for LEFC, what would you want it to be? Would you want it to, like, just absorb Bellator? Yes. Bellator needs no, to die. I mean, that is, that is for sure. Bellator has no purpose left. There is no reason for it to exist besides occasionally snatching up talent which will never fight good good things we have a, we have a, a, an example with cyborg for example like why is she there and what does she bring to that promotion and what do, what do we learn from one of the best female fighters to ever do it like nothing at all also musasi like it's it's just not good man and the spectacle they put on is not is not good enough so yeah i have have some hopes for eagle fc but also Matchups like Lee versus Sanchez, despite what happens, um, this is this is not. that this is that any publicity is good publicity thing. I look at that. I'm like, please tap, just please tap. Let's move God on, pal. Let's, let's move it, on. All right, all right, <sighs> fine. We have <laughs> UFC Fight Night: Ankalaev versus Santos in the boring as fuck dead corporate no soul fucking apex. Felder- Manscaped. Felder asking boring ass, like oh, no. cookie cutter, irrelevant oh, questions. Oh man, bury that, man. bury that fool, man. God damn it, man! But pal, this You're fight, right. this 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 fight night, yeah, it's violent. Man. That was a violent, a violent, violent event, and I, I'm not sure. I hated many fights. Like most of these fights were. Awesome. I didn't hate any fights. So let's let's go through them, Lucas. Okay. And let's start with the most boring one. Okay. Tiago Maheta <laughs> versus Anki. I got so depressed. Like Ankalaev first Ankalaev still is the walkout music king. Yeah, I listen good. I listen to his walkout song before every fucking training, and it still pumps me up. Mahetas is not bad as well. Um, is that... So is Mahetas walkout song, is that a rap that yes, someone did for, for him? him? Oh, Vitor, that's so good. Vitor Belfort style. I love it. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, now, I liked it a lot. Now I, hadn't, I haven't had high hopes for this fight because, you know, Maheta has no knees. The, the, someone... Dude, someone called it... Someone... I think... I think Landy called it... Landy Dojo called it he said that it was going to go to decision. I was like, no. Yeah, I mean, that's no. I expected that. But Maheta has no knees. He's 38 years old. Mm-hmm. In, in human years, but not in fighter years. And mm-hmm. Ankhalaev has a, a fluke loss against Paul Craig and is 29. So, I mean, we could have, we could have expected what happens. Also, Ankhalaev is not a, an all out action fighter. Um, he's a hard man. And if he hits you, you're probably going down. But he's not. I mean, he has some finishes, but I wouldn't... If you'd ask me about finishers and hitters in the UFC, Ankhalaev wouldn't come up. But that dude is, is so good with his timing, combined with his calmness that he, that he needs to counter stuff. And also, of course, in this fight, the swang and bang from Santos. When he timed him, he, he wobbled him every time. Yeah. But then, and, and that's the question I want to ask you. Why... Okay. 
why were these two guys so timid? I mean, it's, it was expected because it, it's just too dangerous to walk out into either one of these yes. guys' hands, but yep. a long-ass match in the end. Man. I said, I said, I wrote to myself that this is sometimes what we get when it's two top five guys with high stakes because you don't want to be the guy that gets cu- caught because yeah. the stakes are so high. You want to get that title shot off of this win, but you don't take risks, so you don't get the title shot off of the win because you didn't take risks, so it looked like this. And you, and and I I said this fight is this fight is not entertaining. They at in round four they put a significant strike chart up that just depressed de- depressing as fuck. It's like a strike per minute. It's like <laughs> seven and five and eleven and eleven. Yeah, it's like two significant strikes per minute for both guys. But it was not quite Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. But almost, so, almost. But dude, it was close. Yeah, it needed because. If it's going to be like that on the feet, then someone needs to take the initiative and try to and try to conduct this match somewhere else on the ground or in the clinch. And that was the thing that was the that was the difference maker between this and Izzy versus Jan Blahovich because Jan took the initiative to get Izzy to the ground. Can we conclude and I can we conclude that Ankhalaev will never fight on a fight night again? Pay-per-view only from now on only against hitters. He'll be stuck. Yeah, he'll be stuck in in the second fight on pay per views, trying to get wins against hitters so that he can fight for the title. Don't get um, me wrong. I I'm a huge Ankolaev fan, and I I uh, and I love that kid. But um, yeah, dude, just not just not his best performance. It's just it's it's uh, Santos caught him with a knockdown, I think, and Ankolaev had some hooks to a high kick that were sick, but. It only happens once every five minutes, and it's like, okay, well, why not, I guess I'll go why not look oblique, at UFC cards. Why not oblique kick the, uh, Maheta to oblivion? Like He, he did it once yeah. that I saw in the whole fight. Exactly. Once. And I will say, like, Santos was moving better than I expected, but, like, I mean, yeah, what, what did you expect? There. <laughs> Where was that baseline for, for you to say it's not Correct. Bad? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I'll I'll make people in the forums very happy now. Um, was this Yadong's stiffest test? <laughs> yeah. I don't know because Marlon has been. All I remember about Marlon is him kicking Cejudo's ass and then getting his ass kicked. It bugs me that he beat Aldo with a split decision. And then it's four losses by KO, or three losses by KO leading up to this. Yeah, So I don't one know if split, it was One split win against Aldo, which, which wasn't wasn't a, a, a win. Uh, Dude, at one point. Seyudo TKO'd him, Sandhagen TKO'd him, Font TKO'd him, Dwalishwili TKO'd him, and now Yadong but dude, KO'd but dude, him. He was he was so good. Marlon. Yeah. Like this that look Yadong. Yadong. The new guard. This dude just Daisy, threw. excellent translation. Didn't have to have Uriah <laughs> Uriah translating. Good Uriah job. Faber was not the translator tonight. Daisy did a great job, and then Yadong had the call out at the end. This whole thing, dude. The two tap 
the tap and then uppercut, or was it uppercut and then tap? Yudong Song landed on Marlon. Uppercut was fucking the, stick. Uppercut was the one that floored Morais after two these oh, nice combos to the head. Like, yeah, it was so sick. It Look, was so good when you watch it in in slow mo. Oh my god! What what I'm oh. what I'm most amazed by is that Yudong, that dude throws. Like throws it with all he's got, and then he's but but then he's also technical enough to make these strikes ultra dangerous. It's not like Bibi and Lineker just just uh, slop them th- themselves for for five minutes. Like Yadong is crispy, like dude, incredible. Listen, I wanted to, I w- I wanted to message Terence and say, listen, <laughs> you can throw this hard. But you have to be loose and patient. Uh huh. And I didn't message him because I don't want to rub salt in the wound an hour after you lose a fight. But this is this is the way. If you if you are that powerful, you got to wait a little bit. Anyway, it was a good. It was awesome. It was an awesome, it was fight. fantastic, awesome performance. Fantastic stuff. Besides the fact that Marlon Moraes is getting KTFO'd. All the time, still a dangerous fight. I think that he fucking two tap man. Also, so good. Also, I do think though that Marias basically just laid his his gloves into the octagon. I think I think that dude is done. I yeah, that's that's a rough goddamn run, dude. And and I I hope so. Let's talk about a fight where the referee had to earn his fucking money. <laughs> what happened? Caceres versus versus uh, Sadiq Yusuf. Mommy guard. Yep. Put his fingers in. Alex yep. grabbing the cage. Cheating yep. was tried. Yep. Yep. In this fight. Yep. Man. And who who cheated more? And did they win? I think Caceres cheated a bit more. Because oh, and he what, lost. what I what I I I'd, I'd say that I'd say that they both listened to the ref, which is. That seldom happens, <laughs> but not for long. <laughs> were you were you yelling at the television screen? No, I was quite happy with the performance, like f- from the okay. ref. I think so. I think like he did the, a good job. the the does the cheating bother you as a <laughs> as an MMA ref? Look, in a pro, I, I, I'm I have to be very careful what I say now. If, <laughs> if if you are trying the mommy guard in an in an amateur bout, I'll take a point from you. <laughs> like all, I'll, I'll you hear that, you, listeners? I'll warn you once or twice, then I'll take a point from you because I. It's you just, hear that, listeners? Just not. Just no, no, just, no, twice, man. Don't, don't give them two. Just, you, you don't give them two. Just warnings. not Come worth on. it. I, what is this? What is this? The UFC? <laughs> Come on. Getting, I'm getting. Uh, I, I got heat for that because I did that, but just. Are they are they up in your DMs? Are they up in your DMs telling you you never should have taken that point? I have one guy which is still up in my DMs because he's not happy with what I I did once. Listen, I don't care. Just don't cheat. Just don't cheat. Um, Grabbing the cage, it's a bit more bit more dangerous because okay, if you grab the cage and you still land in a very disadvantaged position, I mean, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? uh, it, It doesn't matter. If you grab the cage and it, it, it changes... You you arrested your trajectory for a second and then you still ended up on the bottom and with exactly. the guy in your guard. Big fucking deal. Um, but he did a good job. And the rest of the fight, um, hard bang, but it's, it was not just not as entertaining as I wished for. Also, I, did, I do think that it was a bit harder to score than the 30-27 scorecards. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But man. Sadiq did a good job kicking the shit out of Alex's legs. Exactly. Um, Very good. And that was good. I always appreciate it when you kick the shit out of a guy's legs. So thank you, Sadiq. We had an almost full meat fight. Dude. A 205-pound bang. Like Roberson versus Khalil Roundtree. It's... Battle for the best KR initials in the UFC. Holy moly. Like, that that was about a hard a 205-pound fight as I've seen in a very, very long time. Like, these kicks and these punches, they hit hard. Like, nasty body kicks. Um, <laughs> what, I, what I took out is that Roberson's counter, like, his... his, his, um, his um, Co- not count Roberson's corner man. They were shouting out the most complicated instructions I've ever heard. <laughs> I constant, didn't hear it. constant talking with the most complicated shit I've ever heard. Nobody could compute that. Of course, Roberson couldn't. Um, shit. Damn. Roberson started very good. I think he hit his his head kicks very nicely. It was fast and agile, like. I, f- I first thought they, these were middleweights because they were moving so agile and so good. But then, uh, as soon as he started Roundtree, letting letting Roundtree stalk him, I think I think that the the fight took a bit of a turn. And then, <laughs> the the violence of these body kicks, also to the downed opponent to the rib, dude, for real, it. I loved it. So good. It's it's so fucking good. It made it made it onto the KO of the year list. It was so savage. I have no, and also, yeah. also, not kick to the body on the ground, and then as the dude's trying to get up, trying to stomp the body, just the best. Like, I have no fucking idea how that guy lost to Ion Kutalaba and Johnny Walker. I mean, okay, it was Johnny Walker before he went. Johnny Johnny Walker went to SBG, but man, that, I don't. It, I have shit no idea. Happens. I have shit no idea happens. how that guy loses to anyone. I'm like. If that guy starts to bang you, you are done. Dude, Khalil Bangtree. Just absolute fucking insanity. I loved it so much. Also, and, and like went went like hunting around and like finding gifts of him, like like kicking dudes in the body when they're down and, and tough or something. It's just the best. Also, this two oh five division, it gets a lot of hate. But this is better yeah. than it has been for a long yeah. time. You have usually violence like you have Roundtree, yeah. you have Blachowicz, you have the granddaddy Glover. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining. Hope, hope Volkan, hope Volkan uh, does the right thing and comes back because I think that dude has a lot of to give. And I'm I'm excited for that Holly Roundtree um, for the next fight that dude will have. Yeah. What yeah. what also fucking amazed me. Drew the man Dober versus the T Rex Terence McKinney. Like Terence Terence McKinney was knocking Dober down twice within the first yeah, thirty seconds. Second time with a perfectly timed flying knee. I have I have no idea how Dober survived this motherfucking psycho at the start. Like it's ins- it's fucking insanity. I am it, I'm beyond beyond fucking impressed. At, at, at Dober, 
it, because it's, it was not, not just toughness that, that kept him in, in the fight. He also did the right things. He moved correctly. He tried to have his guard up. He, he tried to survive this storm that McKinney put on him. Like, this mm-hmm. dude is a psycho. And you have to... He had gas for three minutes. Non-stop yeah. fucking output with everything yep. he got. Technical yep. and in, and like and like a lot of like big move too. Like like he's spinning and even when he gets tired, he's still trying to spin. He's not adapting to running out of gas at all. No, nope. it's just like empty, empty the fucking tank. He did. No fucks given. And if you and if you survive, you can't survive three minutes of this incredible stuff just be, just out just with your toughness. You have to be good. You have to be good defensively, and you have to have your wits together and. I was impressed by Doberman. Like, as soon as Terence McKinney gassed the fuck out, Dober dobered him out with a knee. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And he just and and you can tell too, like, just like covered up on the ground, uh, some strikes landing, not moving. Like that was it. Like he, there was no gas left in the tank for him to get out of no. there. Also, did you so. did you see that the doctor this this doctor loved loved to talk to Doberman. Oh, I can't imagine why, man. I can't imagine why. I mean, look, to be honest. Look, if I, I was talk, a doctor... Yeah, yeah, I would talk to Dober a bit longer than needed as well. Because that, dude, that, man, I looks, would, that man looks very good. That is a, that I is would a, probably talk to both these guys for quite a while <laughs> if I was a doctor. Just saying. Just saying. Dober is just a, saying. Just Dober is a... Hand handsome. on the shoulder. Yeah. Just, you know, you sure you're okay? Are you sure you're okay? Anything? You need some water? Can I get you some water? I mean, you know. of course. Of course. Um, it was, I will say, like, this whole event, it was that there there was a doctor there I hadn't seen before, and she was tiny compared to some of these guys. <laughs> it was I really mean, funny. So you're just, like, like trying to, like, look up at a person a foot and a half taller than her. It was, it was entertaining at the end of the fight. Look. It would happen to me, too. I'm also tiny. I get it. Also, a fight that didn't play out as I thought was one of my favorites from from Glory, Alex Boatan Pejera mm-hmm. versus Bruno Silva. I think I think Glover, the Kenpo karate guy, the granddaddy was in the corner of uh of that guy. So like what did you think about this this fight? Um I didn't hate it. I I did it wasn't like that as super entertaining as as maybe like the beginning. I think the beginning of the card honestly spoiled me a lot on some of the decisions on the card because if if anybody was fighting a smart fight, it was these two guys trying not to get killed by each other but still keeping it entertaining. Unlike the main event where it was two guys trying not to get killed each by each other by just kind of you know, a few strikes. These guys were actually. Shouldn't you? Should, uh, if you're if you're Alex Pereira, shouldn't you win that kickboxing bout though? He did win the kickboxing bout. Yeah, but like with decis- a decision, decisively. I thought it was decisive. Really? Okay. Did I, you think? Did you think Bruno won some rounds there? No, no, you think no, there no. Was... I, I didn't think that, but I thought that. I, I mean, I mean, I was. I had no clue why Silva was just playing that outside strike exchange game. Also. Also, yeah, by the me way, neither. That's again, what I'm saying. Again, a single strike exchange bout. Like, well, know. have you heard about? But at least they were. At least they were throwing more. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just, uh, just not quite, not quite getting it. it Poitain was making this more difficult for himself, 
And Silva, mm-hmm. like, really showed us that he was tough, but, but for what? Also, Pereira clearly lacking either the gas tank or the killer instinct in the third, because obviously Silva was on wobbly legs, and Pereira um, opting for the clinching. Um, yeah, just just a, a bit of a puzzling fight for me. Single strike exchanges, only outside striking. Um, Pereira not not being able to to put Bruno Silva away. Bit bit a bit puzzling for me. Um, I mean, what what else did we have? We had oh, fear the Maverick. I, I, fear the fear I can the, tell you. Oh yeah, fear the Maverick. Okay. Fear that the is Maverick. A, that is a lame old nickname. Just saying. Listen, she did. She 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 got the rear naked choke on Sabina Mazo, and I did. I didn't expect that. I thought it was pretty good. Like, good for her to come out and actually look for a finish in in the women's one hundred and twenty five pound division. She she relied on her. She relied on her strength advantage, and he sque- she squeezed her like a lemon after a good yep. wrestling performance. But you are losing me with a nickname like Miranda Fear the Maverick. That is too lame for me. Um, Listen, yeah, Javid Basharat, uh huh, climbed to twelve and zero. Uh-huh. Fought Trevin Jones, one of your favorites. He kind of is, man. He's kind of a guy to watch at one thirty five for me. Pulls Trevin Jones into the interview, does the good guy thing, make the dedication, talks about the guys at the top of the division, and says, "Listen, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not obvious. I'm not going to make some stupid call out like that. I'm just going to say, you know, I, I, I'll come back and fight." Talks about his brother. Just great stuff. Yeah, it's, it's. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the fight too. The fight was an action fight. Maybe. Um, maybe. Cody Brundage inspired Drew Dober a bit. Because that dude also didn't let himself getting too much distracted with strikes, and was constantly working for a better position. Jump for the guillotine. Nice, nice finish. Good, uh, good fight, man. Comeback of the comeback of the night for sure. Yeah, yeah but ah. Dober's comeback not bad either because he was knocked down two times in thirty seconds. Who was more starched, Brundage or Dober? I I'd thought say, Brundage. Was I'd say more Dober. starched. Mm, okay, I'd say Dober. I, I'm I'm interested in what our listeners think on, on uh, who was more who was more who was wobbled. more starched and still came back. <laughs> do you have a in, in, to, to speed this up a bit? Do you have a a a thought on like or, or, or let me phrase this another way? Did you brace yourself for the Sean O'Malley pillow hands comments? And another standing <laughs> no, TKO. I had, I had not even. I have not. I had not even thought of that yet. And the standing Guido Canetti getting another standing. Chris Matino losing by another standing TKO. You cannot drop this fucker. It's not possible. This dude cannot possible. be dropped. <laughs> Guido just beating that ass. But this one, unlike the last one, was stopped two minutes into the fight. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That was my complaint last time. I'm fine with the stoppage. It's I think just it, I was confused as to why it took so long last time. If it was worth stopping, I you think know? you you clearly saw if you're if you're the ref in there, and I even think I I've sensed a change of 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 body your, language in Chris Mutini. Your referee spidey sense started was, going off, but but I think that dude was clearly out on his feet. <laughs> but man, dude, <laughs> this, what this, the fuck? This this dude cannot be dropped. It's amazing. 
good fight also. Like Guido Canetti, I, did I did I read the the general internet feel wrong that they were people were high on Moutinho and and thought that Guido Canetti was the, yeah. the can of cans in order to get Chris yeah. Moutinho win. Can of cans, yeah, yeah. Guido Canetti got left hooked by Dana Batgarel. A lot of people getting left hooked by that guy lately. I mean, yeah, yeah. He he had a couple losses coming into this. I think he had a couple. He yeah, he had three losses in a row coming into this. And but now yeah. Moutinho has two losses in a row, and they're both standing TKO. So I has don't know. Has this ever Maybe happened? He's... I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, last fight of oh, I I want to go into just shortly is Azamat Murakhanov. Also a comeback, by the way. But his left hand, and then another left, and then the right knee, the flying <laughs> right knee that just floored Njukwi was amazing. Like bonk. I missed this bonkers. one. I missed this one. Need to I need it. to go back and see it. Need to watch it. Because that was... I think Njukwi was, was cruising to a very comfortable win. And Azamat just... That was, that was brilliant, man. Very good setup, also in the, in the open in the, in the open of the cage, like um, doubling up on the left hand and then right kneeing that dude. I I'm, I was amazed that Azamat had the the athletic oh my god athleticism. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough to bluff, baby. Close <laughs> enough to bluff. Very good, man. So listen, yeah. One takeaway from the whole event. Uh huh. There was a lot of good talking after fights. Yes. Um, despite. Elder sticking to the script. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I I spoke about J- Javid getting Trevin Jones in there. I, I, Khalil Roundtree um, seems like a hell of a guy, and it it was such a nice. It was really nice of Felder to just kind of let him talk. Um, yeah, thanks, Felder. For once, and also. It's a song, Yudong song, and his wife, I believe his wife, Daisy, uh, doing the translation was very good. And then at the end, uh, Song calls out Dominic Cruz in English, which was just fucking fantastic. That is a good, that is a good call out. The team, the team alpha male stuff, uh-huh. and like the, the Dominic Cruz. The, oh, the Dominic uh-huh. in your oh, it's just oh, it's just it just made me so happy, Very man. Nice. Made, I'm I'm so fired up for that. I hope they make that fight because that would be great. We could get we could get a little fake, a little half fake, half real beef in there. Cruz Cruz needs to take this. I think Cruz should take this. I think Cruz could beat him. Um, so Cruz could also get caught. Wrap so. this up. Overall, Luke, the weekend, the fights that started Thursday with Aries and ended now with. This goddamn banger of a of a fight night. How was that for you? Great, <laughs> it was great, man. I had a lot of work this week, which made watching all these fights dip more difficult. I watched Invicta as well, but but when I say I watched Invicta, really, I like watched out of the corner of my eye while other stuff happened. I'll so I'll put an omerta on Invicta. And BKFC. And BKFC, because before, like, Invicta only can redeem themselves as soon as they start to bring back international fighters again. Before that, I'm I'm just not interested. It's funny you say that, because there is a Brazilian unknown there, and she was the one with the biggest comeback of the week. We're talking Europe here, pal. I know what you're saying. 
We're talking like that. That Dude, that that promotion. There's a lot this week. Listen, yeah. Omerta on Invicta. Yeah. There's a lot this week. Very good, but fight. it was fun. I, it, it felt that that weekend of fights felt amazing to me. It was fun, and um, with that, and now we're going to London, baby. Oh yeah, like Tom we, Aspinall time. Yeah, UFC London has some good bangers on it too, dude. This is another good card. There, that these these fucking fight night cards, man. Who needs pay per views? Who needs them? I mean, I don't care. For for me, it's it's the same because I don't pay for any of these. It's isn't it? I, I'm not sure if Volkov will make it to the Aspinall fight, but you have Allen versus mm. Hooker, which is amazing. You have Pimblet versus yeah. Vargas, which will be amazing. Yeah, um, Gunner Nelson versus Sato is an awesome Gunner's matchup. Mm-hmm. Paul Craig against Krylov, if 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 Krylov makes it, yep, it is it's an awesome fight. Like th- these matchups are brilliant. Jay Herbert is there. Jack Shore. Um, okay, I mean could could go with Molly McCann, but. Mokaev, that dude is, is the IMAF poster child. Makwan uh, Armikani, Mr. Finn. Like, that, that, is, that, is, a, that Wait, is a good card. Makwan's on this? Where's yes. Makwan? Oh, fuck. He's Way fighting down. Mike Grundy? Yeah. Oh, fuck. It, these are oh, all good matchups. Great. These are all great matchups. I'll have, to, I'll have to talk to our English correspondent. Um, Sean from Liverpool. I think you should. Get his, I think you should. Get his takes. Get some, get some uh, fight picks. And again, and again, and again, and still, and I'm gonna be a champion for a while. Let's let's look some stuff for the for the finish of this show. Okay. React to this. Kayla Harrison. <laughs> biggest, biggest disappointment <laughs> ever. <laughs> Signing again with PFL. <laughs> Beefing no. with Cyborg, a, a fight that never Beefing with Cyborg is disappointing as fuck, though. <laughs> I, I hope that I hope that Ali is like somehow in control of both their Twitter accounts and just beefing with himself. <laughs> I mean that dude. Or it's like Ali's on Kayla's account and, and Cyborg's manager, I forget his name, is on Look, hers. It's, of course, it is a good business decision, but and I'm not sure how old is Kayla Harrison. I I'm bored now. I want. No, I, I have, I have no. I'm not even going to look. I don't care. Just yeah, no, get a million I care because, bucks. Yeah, because if, if starch some people, fuck it. It's if fine. she starts a year after this with the UFC or with like matchups against the very best, maybe. But she's 31. Okay, that 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 might work. If Ali FC buys Bellator out, then Cyborg needs a new place to fight. Cyborg beef is just the lamest there is. It's lame. The PFL signing. I don't. I have no fucking clue who they will bring in. Um, because all Cyborg in, in Bellator is just getting rematches, which make no sense whatsoever. I, I read someone that, that said, fire Cyborg, hire 20 other other uh, female fighters for that for that amount and have better fights. For Kayla Harrison and yeah. PFL, it's, it's more, li- more likely the same. Yep. Luke. Let me ask you something. Of course, yeah. React, react to this. Uh-huh. Triller <laughs> is now... The majority stakeholder of bare knuckle fighting championship. React to this. Oh, what do you think? Are we going to have YouTube more YouTube fights in BKFC? To be honest, everything that seems not to make sense in, in the BKFC thriller fight circus sphere might be good. In a way, we we wouldn't be able to tell now. So why not? 
I I think I think nothing changes because it was already that way. (laughs) It will continue on. It will continue on as it has been, and that's called synergy. (laughs) Oh boy, this guy using the corporate languages now. Um, we we lost one someone in the UFC. Gregory Hardy. Uh-huh. Gregory Hardy. <laughs> after after Bob Sa- trying to be the next Bob Sapp. Oh man, he's gone. Is he because you said BKFC and Thriller? Is that that is a no brainer, right? No, no, it's no longer that. It's uh the 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 heavyweight Russian champion in LEFC. Oh. Uh, versus Greg Hardy. That's the fight we want. Rizwan. Okay. My, my, yeah. My, yeah, maybe. Yep. That's the fight we want. He'll go there first. Uh, I think he could be champ there for a minute. He could beat G- JDS there. Yeah, of course. And then uh, he'll be champ there for a minute and then, can he and beat, then get started. Can he beat Dylan Dennis, though? Uh, yes. Yes, he can. <laughs> yes. A bouncer, a bouncer in Europe can beat Dylan Dennis. Yeah, like... If you're, we're at this level now, so why not? Did you see Jake Paul? The picture, <laughs> the picture of Jake Paul in a sandpit. Where did where did he live in Costa Rica, Puerto Rico? I, One of these no, Rico, no, Rico Ricas country. Like he was saying, he started to train MMA, and you see him wrestling uh-huh. in a sandpit against some some uh-huh. dork, challenging uh-huh. Conor McGregor. I think sandpit is. Greater than touch butt in the park, so I think Jake has a chance. If you see also him, Jake is ginormous, and Connor is like big now, but Connor is not as big as Jake. I don't think. I mean, the, the bigger Connor gets, the, the smaller his brain gets, because the, the videos that do puts out. I mean, you can blame cocaine for it, but I it, will take an MMA fight between those two in too. a hot minute, man. I, yes, thing, Barada, our. Favorite Hawaiian, yeah, Ray Cooper the third. He is guaranteeing a win over Kamaru Usman. Ooh, take it. Ooh, that take is it. a hot take. Take it. Ooh, uh, I want to bet on it. Yeah, yeah. I want to bet on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Because uh, he'd be like plus. He'd be like plus six hundred, and uh, and uh, he could do it. I see a path there. If you can beat a dude with two Magomeds in his name, you can beat a Kamaru. Absolutely. <laughs> I think. I think. But we, I think we're done here. But yeah. don't don't count out the best coach in the game. Oh, because that dude will come oh. up with a plan to have you not beat Kamaru Usman. Oh, who's the best coach in the game? Uh, uh, it's. it's Escaping me now. The mm-hmm. deprivation has gotten to me. He has three. He has three fighters. One is Usman. Um, what's his name? Uh, Whitman. Yeah, Whitman. Trevor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rose. Yeah, Trevor Whitman. Kamaru. Rose. Gage. Justin. Kamaru. Yep. Couldn't come up with a game plan against Khabib, though. You know, I'll give him that one. <laughs> Zang Zang beat Rose too, but you know, oh! judge is going to judge. I'll take. It. Uh, that was our our uh, little little show. Thanks for the kind words in the DMs. Um, yes, we're here for you. If you have stuff you want to get off your chest, slide in either of our DMs. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. There is an English version of this podcast, also a encrypted Swiss German version. Sometimes, although I have to say, 
it's getting more and more difficult to convince people to come on this show. They don't want it. They don't want to listen to the inane what what martial art would you delete questions anymore. Are, I think that's the best part. These man. are long gone, man. Other podcasts are stealing these questions now, but we. Have, oh my fucking god! You're right. I forgot about that. We are. We already abandoned them a long time ago. We've moved on, pal. Thank you so much. Have a nice week. I'll talk to you. You too. Thanks. Who did you say? Who did you say? You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Uh, and I love that kid. Uh, and I love that kid. I look at that, I'm like, please tap. Just please tap. I'll tell you what, you know, I'll tell you what, bro. You know, I was out there, I was fighting all the hitters, bro. You ain't fought no hitters.